0: Everybody to the Improvement Podcast. My name is Sean, and I'm here as always with my good friend Dave. Hello, everybody. <laughs> what is happening, Dave?
1: You're fresh off of a holiday. I am. I know. I'm, I've got a little bit of tan. I can see it, yeah. which is uh, which is a boost. It took a little bit of a while to get going because uh, the first few days over in Spain were um, not what you would typically expect in April. I actually had to wear a jumper. At oh my times god! In the evenings, yeah. Jack- I've never done that. Jackets before in Spain. as well, coats? No, um, no. Nicely done. No,
0: but you do have a tan, so you're looking good. Yeah, you're I'm
1: feeling refreshed, which is the main thing. I've got to say, you look chilled.
0: You, mm. look, you look relaxed.
1: You know, it's it's, quite oh, it's my first proper holiday in like at least a year, and I get in on for two years. I mean, it's such a hard life, isn't it? It's it's challenging. <laughs> There's people who don't go on holiday at all. You know? I know, but you know what? Those people are perhaps not under as much pressure or have as, as much responsibility.
0: I'm glad you phrased it that
1: way because you've just offended a lot of people. Well, <laughs> 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 but, but I mean, an example would be that I think I spoke about her um, a while ago, the mm-hmm. The lovely checkout lady that I you came did. across at Tesco. Did. Who, you know, her, I mean, I can, this is a wild assumption, but, um, you know, I can assume that her life involves working at Tesco, which is mm-hmm. in rel- relative to working for yourself as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. a low stress job. Um, I mean, who knows what else she would have had going on in her past life, but you know, she hadn't been on a holiday since 1972, I think. Wow. She said. Um, you know, that's I guess that's her life, it is,
0: it is, but yeah, I mean. Fair play, you've come back on a holiday, you're looking relaxed now mm. um, You're ready to get stuck back in And we are actually going to be talking about offending people today <laughs> Which, it's a little... I think we scheduled this a little bit differently Because we actually don't have any questions from people as we normally do We're just going to talk our minds a little bit mm. um, And we're going to thank people that's listening to this For being a little bit open-minded Yep, thank you for being open-minded with the comments that I've just made as well Thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think people... Will, We'll understand, and I think we all need to realize that what we're about to talk about is our opinion. Mm. Um, by all means, if, uh, if people <laughs> have opinions on what we're talking about, get in touch with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our email address is hello at improvementproject.co.uk, and you're welcome to check us out on social media. But we are going to be talking about offending people, and we might offend people that's listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, I thought I've, I've got a question, Okay, actually. go for it.
1: So why... W- was this a topic that came up be- for you? Because I, I've actually got it written down.
0: I, I knew some, some that would come up. I didn't think it would be a question, but I knew ah. it would come up. Um, the reason for it was it was a conversation I had with a friend. And we talked about we're living in a society now that has enabled us to have free speech. You know, you talk about 100 years ago, kids were seen and not heard. You know, that was the thing. Mm. Um, and then it slowly crept up and crept up. And now everyone, regardless of age, sex, race, disabilities, anything, they all have the ability to talk their mind. Mm. No. God forbid we say something that offends somebody, though.
1: <laughs>
0: so we're kind of handcuffed ourselves. We've got this amazing ability to say whatever we want, mm-hmm. but we cannot say anything that might offend someone else. Mm. Now, the reason that that's so catch-22-ish between a rock and a hard place
1: is people get too easily offended these days. Mm -hmm. Have you ever noticed? Um, Well, I think it's because of social media, um, everyone has got access to the world to give their opinion in an Mm -hmm. unfiltered way. That's right. Um, So I think it's it's actually it's become you know people's opinions in general and beliefs are more visible as a result and also people's behaviors whether right or wrong are yep. visible as well but also and we've spoken about this before yep. that um because of because social media generally is quite a a new thing yeah um behaviors and habits around it are still evolving, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's probably highlighted a lot of negative and bad behaviours mm-hmm. and and beliefs that maybe are, well, the right or wrong, um, you know. There, <laughs> there there is some bad shit in the world, of course, there. Um, and and some people who've i'm really sort of reining myself in here Um, yeah you're you're kind of digging a hole here but i'm gonna see where it goes (laughs) um but yeah but, but essentially social media has shone a light on behaviors and attitudes whether they are right or wrong
0: yeah i mean when we talk about what what's going on in the world i mean i've had conversations with my dad for example and he's Every now and again, something will pop up in the news and he will literally just turn around and go, the world's fucked, you know? <laughs> but that kind of stuff that was happening always happened. We just didn't know about it as much. Yeah. It was you know? in the
1: comfort of your own
0: home. Well, this is it. I mean, social media's got a lot of time to play, but it's the news as well is because we've got global reach now, everything that happens in the world we know about. I mean, there was a fire recently at Notre Dame and I knew yeah. I knew about it as it was happening mm-hmm. you know before it would be hours maybe a day or so before that news got to us mm-hmm. but we know pretty much
1: instantly everything that's happening mm-hmm. in the world mm-hmm. and that well, everything I... Not everything that's happened in the world, everything that is deemed to be newsworthy.
0: Ah, see, no, that brings us on to my first point, Mm. exactly what you just picked up on. Mm -hmm. That's why people get offended at certain things, Mm -hmm. is because they're focused on the words that are said and not what's meant. (laughs) Mm. See what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Terminology, I guess you'd call it. Mm -hmm. Um, People focus a lot on what is actually said, and that's what basically solicitors and lawyers do really base their arguments on is what's actually said and not what's meant mm-hmm. I, I could say to you certain things and you might take offence to it but mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. and there's, there's a guy in my office actually at my work is, he, he makes a lot of jokes some of them are quite offensive <laughs> but they're meant as jokes <laughs> <laughs> and we just laugh it off together no one takes offence to it no one gets hurt by them they just are funny and it happens on a daily basis yeah. but we know it's joking yeah. I'm I'm really looking to find out what will actually piss him off, though. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? What, are you testing him? A little bit. Okay. A little bit, yeah. But, I mean, some things offend people, some things don't. But I think we've got to draw the line. You know, what, what should be offensive? Mm-hmm. And I think if it's meant maliciously, then fair enough. But if it's a joke, and you, you're full aware that this guy had made a joke to you, although it can be construed as offensive... You shouldn't really be offended of by it, should you? Maybe you should. I don't know.
1: Well, should or shouldn't? It's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, it is because um, we're all uniquely individual, and that's what makes mm-hmm. the world an interesting place. Is the Absolutely. fact that we are uniquely individual, and that we all have our own um, view on the, ro- on the world, our own reality. Um, so, you know, the world would be a pretty boring place if, um, you know, if, if everyone's opinions were the same, um, glad you picked up on that. Actually, So yeah. I've got a question. Okay. I
0: know we said we didn't have any questions, Lied, but we, we do have a question and this is my question, right? Because I've got answers for it as well. And it's purely personal opinion. Uh huh. What offends Dave? What offends me? Yeah, because I guarantee some of the things that offend you won't offend me. Oh, and some of the things no that doubt. offend me won't offend you. Like mm. you said, we're all individual, and people listening. I apologise if you get offended by these, but these are just our opinions.
1: But thank you for keeping an open mind. <laughs> um, Absolutely. What offends me?
0: Mm. I mean, there could be little things. There could be big topics that we're talking about. Because what
1: what does it mean to be offended?
0: Um. I suppose you get quite annoyed by it. I guess um, mm. I don't. I don't know if you're personally hurt by these things, but I think a
1: lot. Of, okay, let's let's look at this. What pisses you off? Oh, Pissed. That's what, maybe. What, what really annoys to, you? To frame it, um, the one thing that probably pisses me off more than anything is one having... thing. I've got loads. Well, <laughs> I don't. I I'm pretty chilled generally. I don't get. I don't yeah. get you know riled up or annoyed by much because I think becoming a father in particular. Brings a whole new level of patience to your game. And but the one thing that's always pissed me off more than anything else is having my time wasted.
0: Right, okay, that's that's quite a personal one as well That's that's not anything to do with the world, that's just No You don't like your time being wasted My,
1: my own personal time being wasted So whether that is And I've got an example of this from this week Funnily enough <laughs> Go for it um, But, you know, the typical example would be You know, standing in a queue Okay Because that is just such a Literally poor use of time but it is, you're standing there. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you achieving? <laughs> Unless perhaps you're using that time, maybe, maybe you could meditate in that time. Um, allow your mind, you know, ask your mind some questions to help you figure out some stuff. Um, but generally waiting in a queue, um, say it's at the post office or mm-hmm. anywhere in general, that is not a good, efficient use of your time. But even more than that, probably Mm -hmm. worse than that is when you're on the phone to some service provider for (laughs) tens of minutes on hold before you actually get to speak to another human being. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's probably one of the worst examples. Um, But yeah, this week, I... So when we went away on holiday... um, I was um, renewing our home broadband provider Mm -hmm. and um, decided or found a deal online, was going to move to a new provider and um, (laughs) went back to my current provider to tell them that I was going to be moving them. So I was going to be moving my mobile contract and the Mm -hmm. home broadband account. Now, my current provider then gave me a better deal (laughs) than what I was being offered. Um, So after being on the phone to them for probably 10, 15, 20 minutes I then went to phone the other company who'd offered me my new deal And told them that I'd been offered a better deal by my current provider They then offered me an even better (laughs) deal Oh, a bit of a Dutch bid war here, I like it (laughs) Yes and so I and my goal was my goal intention was to get the lowest price possible, yeah. But without having to go waste too much time, um, I then, having ha- acquired this new deal <laughs> from the new provider, go back to my old provider, who then provide me with an <laughs> even better deal. Oh my god! And at this point. Uh, I, I've said, well, my goal is to get the lowest price. So, okay, let's go with that. Um, I then go back to the so the new provider to tell them they cannot better the deal. Mm. So in my mind, um, it's been dealt with, I'm going to remain with my current provider and <laughs> I've reduced my monthly outgoings. Sure. Probably... Um spent that monthly outgoing on the time it took <laughs> to have these conversations, <laughs> but the money coming out of my bank account is less than what it would have been so that brings us to coming back from holiday, where I find that our broadband is not working and has been switched off and what has happened is the new provider have gone and kickstarted a process to transfer my services to them when the current provider should have stopped that. Yeah. So I'm on the phone to them to find out what's going on. It took about 40 minutes to even establish what action I needed to take, (laughs) which meant having to phone the new provider, get them to activate my service so I could at least have internet because working for myself, working from home is important. And the current provider couldn't do anything about it until the following day. Oh, my God. Which meant I had to phone them back again to then get the deal I was supposed to get and transfer my services back to them. I mean, what a colossal bloody waste of my time. I I actually (laughs) was and still am tempted to bill them for my time. I would because they, and they admitted that it's their fault. I think they've applied a credit to my account in fairness. So I've saved even more money, but bloody hell, you know, just come back from all. And the great thing is having come back from holiday, I'm feel rested yeah. and equipped to deal with this and not be bothered. But I mean, I'm talking about this in an animated way more for effect than anything else. But, um, <laughs> you know, cause I am very much past this now, as long as nothing else happens. um, but, yes, I would say, above all, anything else, number one thing that pisses me off is having my time wasted. That's it's and, pretty, and actually, yeah, okay. couple that with people not doing the things they say they're going to do. Nice. Okay, because that was actually one of mine. Mm. Uh, people not following through. Yes, um, because then that tells you about their integrity.
0: It does. It does. It um, also tells them a little bit about them, about being how lazy you are. Things like that, mm. um, how easily distracted you, maybe, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, so that's things that piss you off, mm-hmm. you know. That's that's a couple of things that really piss you off. I don't know if that's offensive as such, um, but we'll, we'll come back to that. I mean, maybe maybe someone listening can can tell us, perhaps. I don't know if that's <laughs> just, really offensive. I, just don't I understand think,
1: like, it. Me personally, I don't really feel I get offended. By I'm like that a little bit. But you know, I I cannot. I honestly cannot remember the last time I felt offended Mm. by anything somebody said.
0: Okay. What about things that people do, or the the way the the way the things are? Now, I'll give you some examples, shall I? Mm. I'll give you you a little list of things that quite offend me. Okay. Um, And it's not for any reason other than I just think it's my opinion, and people are just some people are just ridiculous. it's n- they're not in any order, okay. There's not one that pisses me off more, and I'm one I'm most offended by. It's just not the case. Okay. It's just the, the, what annoyed the, it. Just what annoyed me at the time, I guess. Um, people thinking Beyonce is a queen. <laughs> I'm sorry, but she's a singer, and she's a very good singer, not a queen. I know what a queen <laughs> looks like. We've got one,
1: okay. <laughs> so not find a fan of Queen Bee.
0: No. I like some of her songs And you know That's as far as it goes for me Queen Bizet um, And I'm I'm of them I'm very aware That people really love her And credit to her You know She's done a great job <laughs> Not a queen Okay That's just something That's just one The other one It's only came about recently um, And I think she's sort of taken it back A back step on it But it's still got to me Kylie Jenner claiming She's a self-made billionaire
1: Oh God, yeah, that one. That one. I mean, that one really stuck. Oh I, oh, I kind of, I laughed about some of the um, sort of memes and things I saw in relation mm. to it because, but I mean, at the end of the day, I looked at it, laughed, and thought, I don't really give a shit.
0: I don't care either, to no. be honest. But you, you can't claim something that is just not true, and everyone in the world knows it's not true.
1: Mm. You know,
0: it, it's just
1: not. Um, people were donating money to. I, I'm not getting into it. Are you? <laughs> I. Um, I saw a, a post on LinkedIn that a couple of people, well, Stacey Edchild posted because oh, yeah. um, of their social media show. Um, her and Steve Beattie, Um they were speaking about this um, fire, F Y R E hashtag Fire. Apparently, this whole big scam where um, I don't. There's a documentary on Netflix about it. Okay. It was. Um, Oh, the you island know, thing. Yeah, the island yeah, 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 yeah. thing yeah, yeah. where oh, it was all—it was all kind of social media influencers that had been, I think, paid to promote this yeah. event. Yeah, but it ended up turning into just a complete farce and disaster. Right. And yeah, I mean that's all I know. Literally. Oh, there was
0: yeah. From what I understand, there was quite a lot of controversy
1: over it, mm. and that's using that word lightly. Mm. But uh, Kylie Jenner was a big part of that because her her, her enormous. Mm possibly moronic social media following yep i mean that's all i'll say (laughs) because i have to wonder about the mentality of someone who follows somebody like that given that my one and only real experience of kylie jenner was that i kind of remember and hold on to because it is hilariously stupid Mm. is a post that she did um Uh, I think it was a sort of a New Year's resolution thing where she was speaking about how either 2017 or 2018 was going to be the year of just realising stuff. And, uh, yeah, me and my friends, we just feel like we're really going to just realise stuff this year and uh, what the (laughs) France, Yeah, (laughs) you know? Um, People have real problems. Mm -hmm, Exactly. So, I mean, how on earth? I mean, I get that. You know, people maybe just like the kind of fashion side of things or whatever. But you know, yeah. and from a from a personal growth, you know, perspective, really, how can you <laughs> how can you look up to someone who is clearly mm. possibly a moron? Yeah, it's not. It goes on even further than that, though, because. And I, and I I say that with a tinge of regret because I don't like to judge anybody to be fair no but um, no we
0: don't but we've got to look from outside perspectives <laughs> though on this. and the what the, here's some the final thing I'll say about this topic because I've got a few more than I want to get into mm. um is the company've i realized obviously she's got a massive following mm. so so if companies pay her to sponsor you know advertise a product or whatever it is mm. it'll obviously go out to millions or potentially tens of millions of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I what I understand is she sometimes uses Snapchat for advertising these things, mm-hmm. and she gets paid upwards of a million dollars every single Snapchat. I
1: know, it's crazy. Now,
0: she doesn't believe in these products, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the whole family has came out and said, you know, it's easy money and whatever else. To me, that's a form of prostitution, selling yeah. your body for money.
1: Yeah. Am I right? In and, 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 and some ways, you kinda, I feel you have to respect that because yeah. they have... Um, created something impressive I, from that perspective. They, they really have, um, to be you fair. Capitalised on just really the way the world works right now, mm-hmm. and you know the whole attention economy. Yeah, um, if that's even a term, I might have just made that up. Um, write it down anyway. <laughs> yeah, but you know. It is It is ultimately about getting as much attention as possible, a following mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that then you can generate an income off the back of that without really having to do any work. work but such, I, yeah. I assume they probably all work pretty hard I given can, that they've got can this TV show and all the other kind of stuff. That's, I can imagine their schedules you know, being pretty their, busy. Mm, you know?
0: yeah. I don't know. It, it, my opinion just offends me. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I think I think I've I've grown up in what you consider working class, mm. so we we know what hard graft, if you like, looks like. Yeah, oh, um, blood. And I can't I can't tell you that I've been that hard of graft, but I, mean, I know I've done quite a lot of things that are quite tough to do. None of them are unique, you know. You, you you work your way through university and things like that, and then you you climb the the company ladder, if you like, stuff like that. But I don't know when pe- when people are given things to them. Everything that people are wanting, and there doesn't seem to be any form of grace about it. But that's just my opinion, anyway. I've got a few more. Something that's recently came about, and I'm talking in the last maybe eighteen months, two years, I don't know, um, is gender fluid. Gender fluid. <laughs> you cannot right. The reason that this offends me, right, is because you have to be one. <laughs> I don't care which one. all right. you can choose if you want. Not a problem. Right. But you can't say, no, I'm not any. You can't. I, I, I refuse to believe that that's a thing, okay? Now, let, let me give you another example. There was a guy that went into court. Now, I'm, I'll need to find the, the actual um, details about this court case. But a guy went into court. He was about 49 years old. I want, uh, Don't quote me on that. Um, but he wanted to identify as a 29-year-old. How How is that possible? So there was dead silence there, just disbelief between the both of us. Um, wow. But what? He wanted to identify as a 29-year-old, and he was adamant that no one could tell him otherwise. Now, he, he ultimately lost that case because the judge had ruled in the fact of you can't just erase 20 years of tax records, <laughs> you know? You can't, you can't just get rid of all that. So... It, the the ages are uh, might might be different i don't know but it was something like that there was like a 20 year gap that he just wanted to get rid of
1: people are really pushing the boundaries of sanity aren't they
0: they are and that that's that was gender fluid to me is that that's that's caused that
1: and i guess that probably lends back to what you were saying about free speech mm-hmm. and how in some ways i guess there are dangers yeah because but then at the same time um I guess seeing these sorts of opinions and views is is actually arguably a positive mm-hmm. because then it gives possibly more rational thinking an opportunity to enlighten um, someone who <laughs> perhaps should be thinking differently. Yeah. Now, and that is probably the most diplomatic way I could have said that.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think so. But we're probably going to face a little bit of backlash for this episode. But, I mean, it is just our opinion. Mm. Other people have
1: other opinions. I th- I, th- I mean, for me, I do find the whole concept of being... The gender fluidity and so on mm-hmm. um, a little frustrating. Um, You're being very nice about this. Yeah, I know. Mm. Um, but, but what I'll say is I guess I'm probably... Um, open-minded enough to say that i don't have enough understanding of the idea because i've never had a conversation Mm. with someone who um feels that they are um gender fluid in some way or you know they don't kind of conform to the the what could be argued black or white male or female or um you know one form or another of sexuality. Yeah. Um, so I think, like most things, it's difficult to comment when you've had no experience in that area. All you know is actually, yeah, what we've been taught um, and that actually, yes, when we are born, you're looking at not just the human race, but also other species, you know, to be able to procreate and evolve it involves a female and a male coming together in one form or another, sperm and egg, off we go, and then creation happens. Is so um, that way you're going to tell your kids? <laughs> I really hope it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you that's know, brilliant. The, the, stork, the male a- stork comes in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're absolutely right, though. You are absolutely right. I mean, I throughout humanity, there's been male and female, right? Mm. Now, there are, obviously there is real medical things saying you know people are born into the wrong body and all that. That's not attacking that. I totally understand that. It's more about I don't want to be anything
1: like you. No, be be one. You know, you, it, it where where I, th- <laughs> where I think it's a really dangerous um, area mm-hmm. is by encouraging mm-hmm. children who are not emotionally intelligent enough yeah. to um, yeah, to make these decisions to make these decisions absolutely to be I guess in a way forcing them to be thinking about this sort of stuff yeah um, I mean my other half's a teacher and it's certainly I think in the teaching community is it is a concern mm-hmm. I mean they live it you know, day to day, and they'll you know, care deeply about the well-being of children. And uh, that's where I, I guess I'm possibly not offended, but certainly concerned. Um, because I think, you know, yes, once you're an adult, you know, you're then hopefully emotionally stable and intelligent enough to then make choices for yourself. Yeah. But actually, I think you need you need space and time to grow and find out who you are. Absolutely. Um, but also kind of have permission to explore in that way mm-hmm. also. Um, so yes, there's an element of you know, providing people, kids and stuff with freedom, but at the same time, boundaries are really important as well, especially when it comes to creating morality and, you know, people that are actually going to add value to a civil society. Yeah. Uh, I
0: think I think you're right. I think that was pretty much the problem that I have seen with it is mm-hmm. we're given these f- free thought, if you like, to people that are not, they say emotionally stable enough to understand it or to make the decision. It it is quite worrying. It is quite worrying. But I'm going to move on to a slightly less intense topic, if you like. <laughs> okay. Um, but th- there is. There's a bunch of things that 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 offend me, I, you know, tribute, acts, reality TV. Well, you know, it's fine. But we're, we're going to move on to, um, actually, this is not less intense at all. This is quite insane, actually. I've noticed a shift in the law recently. Right. Um, and throughout the last hundred years or whatever, I, don't, I really have no idea when it started, but there's been this general thesis of innocent until proven guilty. Mm. That has seemed to have flipped around. You are guilty until proven innocent now. Mm. No, I've noticed that a lot, and I'm is that just in the UK? I don't know. Is is the truth? I have no idea. Um, well, a lot of it, it,
1: I guess, in that space, the media has a big role oh yeah. to play because yes, it does. the they media twist it. can exactly can paint a picture one way or another. And mm-hmm. I know, well, I don't know because I've not lived in that world, but um, I believe mm. that. Um, the the legal profession and also police and so on will use the media. Oh yeah, they do to try and you know, get their narrative. You see, at a certain point, out. it's not about the law; it's about
0: politics, mm. and that, it's actually about marketing. Well, yeah, I suppose it is PR. And PR. Yeah, it's see that that's quite offensive to me um, because I studied to be a lawyer, mm. so it's it's quite offensive to me is because. In that sense, justice doesn't always win. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? People are wrongly convicted all the time and people are painted in this picture when they've actually done nothing wrong.
1: Well, it's often who tells the best story, isn't it? Yes. In a criminal law
0: environment. Absolutely, absolutely. And that that really gets to me. But the one one crime that I've noticed that it does happen with instantly and there is no coming back from it um, is in in cases of rape um, and things like that and pedophilia and things like that. Yeah. Um, if you are painted in that picture, saying you are a rapist, mm-hmm. and actually you are not, you haven't done anything, mm-hmm. there is no reverse in that. Yeah, you can't. It's well, I don't say there is no reverse. It's very difficult to get around that mm-hmm. and twist it back, even if someone else is found guilty. Yeah, people totally. look at you differently. I think
1: a hundred percent. That's a yeah, that's a really really dangerous ground right there.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, I mean that's not just that crime; it's pretty much every crime, really, mm. but. It's become a case of guilty until proven innocent.
1: Now you need to prove your innocence, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be that way. Well, because that plays into your integrity. Because if <laughs> I mean, if if your integrity is questioned, and suddenly there's a light shone on you, and whether you, have you know, a light shone on how much integrity you have or don't have, mm. then yes. Because it's the whole idea of building trust and, oh, yeah. and losing it. It's very, it's hard to build trust. It's incredibly easy to lose trust. And if that's done, if that's come from, uh, you know, say the media, um, where I, mean, I guess trust in the media even these days is um, <laughs> is loose well, and I flimsy mean, at best. What was the
0: what was the the word of the year a few years back? Was fake news? Yeah, was that last year? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, it flimsy is a, a nice way to describe it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very open to interpretation. I think is is the word. Mm. But I will tell you, I, I watched this YouTube video of a comedian, um, an Australian comedian. I can't remember Steve Jones. I think his name was actually. Um, I'll I'll put a link into it, but it it really just opened up my mind to offending people. Okay, uh, and I'm, he didn't offend. Well, he might have. I don't know. Oh,
1: wait a minute, is this the guy with long hair? Yeah, I think I've maybe You've seen, seen it. this video. You've seen before. It. Yeah,
0: the thing that he said was. Um. Some he he was acting as a complaint. You know, he's like, "Oh, this guy said something, and that uh, that was offensive." Mm-hmm. He's, so what? be offended, <laughs> you no, know, nothing happens to you. <laughs> yes,
1: it's such a good video. It's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm, gonna, I'm not. Gonna say, <laughs>
0: I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say all of it. Um, he, he basically just over exaggerates what could happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he talks about, "Oh, I was, I was offended." The next day, I woke up. I had leprosy. No, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work that way. <laughs> I'll put a link to the video because it's absolutely brilliant. I absolutely, I, I really loved it. That it was is a, incredible. That was a top one. Yeah. But he was right. Mm. You know what I mean? And he, he moved on to things that, and this was kind of what we were talking about is like things that offend me might not offend you. Mm-hmm. And we cannot get around the world without offending people. Mm-hmm. You, pretty much every day you're going to offend somebody, small or large, you're going to offend someone. It's up to them to shrug it off or take action against it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's your advice mm-hmm. for it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? What? As in, Living an island? You know, like, <laughs> like not getting offended, or uh, I mean,
0: how to deal with it? I mean, you've got to watch what you say. Admittedly, right now you can't. The, the, we all know there are certain boundaries you don't cross. Mm-hmm. Racial attacks. Um, you know, that was just a big one that they caught me because um, now we can't sing "Baba Black Sheep." <sighs> yeah. That's not racist. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to sing it because I saw a sheep in the field the other day and it was black and there was a white one standing next to it and I'm not offended by that. Never mind. <laughs> we're getting into to, to weird territory. But there are certain lines you can't cross. Mm. But there's a lot that we can say but we're too scared to say mm-hmm. in case someone else takes offense to it. Yeah. So where what do we
1: do? Well, I think it ultimately comes back to personal responsibility. Mm -hmm. There's, um, I was reminded of, uh, an incredible human being called Viktor Frankl. Now, Viktor Mm -hmm. Frankl, um, is a famous, um, Polish psychologist, I believe, who was, um, a prisoner of war in the second world war, Mm -hmm. um, Stephen Covey speaks about this in the the 7 Habits book. Um, It was a story I'd forgotten about. um, Until, so one of the cool things I did while I was on holiday was trialled an app called Blinkist. Blinkist? Blinkist, yes. Which is... um, I've heard of this, I think. Yeah, they take uh, books but then condense them down into 15 minute summaries. So you can read, you've got 15 minutes worth of reading or audio. So I was listening to the 7 Habits Mm -hmm. Blinkist version. Um, and um, yeah, part of the summary involved the story of Viktor Frankl and um, around the habit of, of proactivity. And what Viktor Frankl did or learned was that whilst he was experiencing absolutely horrific conditions mm-hmm. that, um, that no human being should ever have to endure, yeah. he still found freedom between. The stimulus, yep. the space between the stimulus and response. So, the stimulus, so the things that were happening to him, and and then that space that he had between that happening to him and mm. how he responded. Okay. So basically, he created a world in his own mind where he essentially fantasized about um, a better future and a better place but because of the way that he dealt with his environment and mm-hmm. circumstances he then inspired other people around him not just prisoners but also guards as well who in effect arguably were prisoners themselves yeah, because um they were you know in a way forced to do yeah, the they things kind that of they forced were meant to, to do yeah, yeah. um so so yeah Even in the worst possible human experience, you still have the power to take control of how you respond to the things that happen around you and to you. Ultimately,
0: yeah, I think that's what we were both kind of leaning to was things are going to happen to you. Shit happens every day, every single day, and it's big, Whether you notice it or not, yeah, small or large, it's it's things happen. Um, Your car broke down. still not fixed um, pe- oh, it's People dead. say the wrong thing to you It's up to you on how to deal with it mm-hmm. Now, you know, if it bothers you that much You can confront them mm-hmm. If not, you can shrug it off But what people tend to do Is hold on to it mm. But they don't say anything about it They just hold on to that negative thought That someone said once And it, it plays on their mind a little bit And they don't actually deal with it
1: I mean, what one thing that's come to mind um, is, you know, if someone says something that offends you, instead of um, allowing yourself to be offended, mm. instead you could, by taking personal responsibility, say to yourself that, okay, why can't I appreciate and be grateful for this difference of opinion? And why can't I take the time to understand this difference of opinion? Um, so that I'm actually educating myself and broadening my mind and my horizons. Mm. So I'm becoming a better person as well, rather than just allowing myself to be negatively impacted, mm-hmm. which actually doesn't serve me at all. Yeah. So, again, taking personal responsibility, taking time to respond rather than react.
0: I like the way you worded it out. I think that's a good place to finish up to be honest. That's there's there's no other other words to say. Mm. I think that's pretty nice. Um like I said, we I, I wanna thank the, the listeners for keeping an open mind, if you like. And hopefully they'll do exactly what you just mentioned, is take take the time to think about it mm-hmm. rather than just react about it. Exactly. It was nice. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Well, it's been a it's been a fun episode. <laughs> <It has. laughs> um uh, don't know about you, but I've got some things off my chest. No,
1: <laughs> not really. <laughs> it's nice to have a rant sometimes. I think so. To be fair, I'm, I, not, a, I'm not usually a ranter, but. No, same yeah. here. But it's, it's good, to, it's but, good oh, to have the but conversation. But actually, another book that I read, The Chimp mm. Paradox. The what? The Chimp Paradox. the Chimp Paradox. This is one of the other, the blinks oh, that yeah. I read. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, that was quite an interesting book from this perspective because. Um, the book talks about our primitive brain, our monkey mm-hmm. brain, our two million-year-old brain <laughs> and uh, versus our conscious computer, so our conscious mind. And um, one of the tips that that book gives is actually sometimes we need to exercise our chimp brain. Mm-hmm. So we need to actually react. We need to vent. But to do that, and this is probably another interesting takeaway is, yes, take the time to respond and respond cognitively, mm-hmm. but also give your chimp brain an opportunity to vent, but do it in a safe environment so you're not then negatively impacting somebody else. Wow. I should not really read that book. The Chimp Paradox. I can't say I've heard of it yet. Mm.
0: Um, very interesting. So yeah, very a two-pronged takeaway. Very nice. I will pop it in the, in the main page on our website. Guys, Thank you so much for listening. If you've got any thoughts on the episode, we'd love to hear them. Definitely. Because this has been controversial. Is that a fair way of putting it? That's been fun. All right. It's been fun as well. So uh, please email us at helloimprovementproject.co.uk. We will read all the messages that we get um, and respond as quickly as we can. Some of them are funny, though. If you want to check us out on social media, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We'll be putting up a few more videos as the year goes on. We've got some things lined up, so hopefully you can catch up with them later. But if you have been offended by this episode, we apologise, but we want to thank you for listening to it and keeping an open mind. Namaste. Last thoughts, Dave? See ya! All right, guys, stay off of them, and we will see you next time. Thanks.